welcome to the Live Your Damn Life podcast. I'm your host, Haley Gaylor, and welcome to my first real episode and solo episode. I thought we should get started with this podcast with kind of introducing a little bit about myself and how I got here today. So in the beginning, I'm going to talk about highlights for the week um, and things that I'm proud of and things like that. So getting started, this past week was really fun. I live in Chicago and there's a fashion trade show that came through Chicago called Style Max. My first time working it with one of my clients, I typically do social media and marketing for them, but I was on the sales floor this past weekend and I am not the best salesperson you've ever met, but it was really cool to just kind of dive in and just go for it. I feel like I learned so much. I was around so many cool people. And yeah, I absolutely love the team that I work with over there. And yeah, it was a great experience. Another highlight is that I leave for Colorado tomorrow, which I'm super excited about. We're going to closing weekend in Telluride, Colorado with my boyfriend, some friends, and his sister lives over there. So we're going to be skiing during the weekend. And yeah, just going to close out the season on Sunday and head back to Chicago. But yeah, those are my highlights at the moment. And oh, another one. I finished season two of Bridgerton in approximately two days. I have a horrible binge watching problem when it comes to TV shows, especially shows like that, but it was phenomenal. Not going to spoil anything, but it was so good. I even think it was better than the first season, which might be an unpopular opinion, but you know, it is what it is. (laughs) But diving in, I thought it would be important to kind of touch on my story and why I thought I wanted to create a podcast in general. All right, so we're going to throw it back all the way to high school. Thinking back to high school, I really had no idea of what I wanted to do when I got older. The only thing I really knew that I loved and enjoyed was fashion. Given my fashion sense at the time was absolutely atrocious, so please don't go look back at photos from high school. Um, (laughs) But I was just obsessed with it. I loved the whole industry. I loved drawing. I loved the whole creative aspect of fashion. And that's what really kind of brought me to choose my major um, when I went to Tennessee. So I went to the University of Tennessee, um, started in 2016 and graduated in 2020. I decided to major in retail and consumer science with a minor in business. The reason I chose this is because I was obsessed with fashion at first and the major itself used to be fashion merchandising, but they kind of changed it to be more of a broad major because, you know, they wanted it to be for a bunch of different things that you could kind of do with retail, whether it's e-commerce, fashion, tech, anything like that. So I started in 2016 and was super excited, was dead set on doing something in fashion, something in retail, and kind of had that mindset Um, up until going to my sophomore year of college. My sophomore year of college is when I had my first other work experience other than high school, which was working at a small boutique. I worked at two, actually. I worked at one called Rizzo in a state in Knoxville, Tennessee. 
and they were such fun experiences at the time. I was modeling for one, and then for the other, I was just a sales associate. This is where I really kind of got the knowledge that I was obsessed with different brands and vendors and all things that kind of come into it. And then going into the summer of my sophomore year, I went to Austin, Texas for an internship with Kelly One Handbags. It was so much fun. It was a marketing and e-commerce internship, and it was great to have that hands-on experience. Got to work with wholesale, working on marketing, especially with college universities and we started an ambassador program, which was really cool to be a part of. Um, but that was a great experience. So I was in Austin for about two-ish months. It was unpaid. So my poor self had to scurry back on to Knoxville. <laughs> so I came home and that really just ignited, you know, my passion for all things retail and kind of got myself on the track of, okay, I think this is the industry I want to be in. During my internship, I learned, you know, Shopify, got more into social media, learning planning tools, really kind of learning the apps of these different, you know, different areas of interest. So retail, learning all the different apps with that. And coming back to Knoxville was great because I was already doing the ambassador program. I was taking part in it as well and was able to kind of learn about that process. January of my junior year of college, I got an internship at a public relations firm called Fletcher Marketing and PR. When I applied, I think they were really confused at first because they'd only worked with communications majors at first. But if you know anything about me, I am extremely persistent and I will not leave a room until you tell me yes, which might be a good thing, but in this case, you know, it did work in my favor. So I went and interviewed with them and they gave me the position and I interned with them until December of that year. So I was with them for an, an entire year and it was such a great experience. Um, I'm one of those people as well that I want to know everything. I'm so obsessed with knowing everything, anything about anything, you know, I wanted to know this field of public relations because it ties so closely to, you know, retail. So I started working for them and was doing all different types of things such as copywriting, a little bit of website design, um, social media, and just planning for brands and creating branding and that type of stuff. But this was a really important part of my life because it was when I really realized that no one's going to teach me anything unless I do it for myself. And that's what they were so good about is I didn't really know anything about this industry. So they really encouraged me to dive deep into those things that I had no idea about and then come and ask for questions, ask questions with them. So I <laughs> dove into the realm of copywriting and that was uh, a little scary. But we made it out on the other side. And the biggest thing that I got from there was really diving deep into website design. Like I said, I previously had that experience with Shopify. But this time, I was really diving deep into WordPress, um, Wix, different platforms like that. At the same time, I was still working with one of those boutiques I'd been working with 
you know, for such a long time, reap the sow, and decided to take their business online for them using Shopify. This was probably the biggest pivot in my career, I would honestly say, even looking back now, it really proved to myself that I took the time to learn a new software and a new thing, and that such an amazing company like had so much trust in me to just take them online and you know kind of do that whole thing for them it was super awesome seeing the results that came from it too and they're still thriving to this day it's such a great store in knoxville if you're ever there and yeah that was just kind of what kick-started my career for the most part ever since then i started freelancing for other people It was word of mouth was huge. They recommended me to so many other people and started helping with social website design and all the above. So this kind of brings me going into my senior year of college. My senior year of college was incredible. I had the opportunity to be a teaching assistant for a buying course that I had taken previously my sophomore year. And during that course, we got to go to New York and buy alongside buyers of Belk. So we would go and buy alongside Belk and just kind of have that experience. And that's when it really kind of, you know, honed in on me to that, like, I really wanted to be a part of this industry. Um, And this was spring of 2020. Yeah. So I, you know, set in stone, I was like, okay, I've had all this social experience. I've had this retail, like slight sales experience, but I think I really want to be in, you know, a big brand buying. That is what I want to do. And as I come (laughs) closer to graduating, uh, the best, the best years, you know, 2020, the pandemic really came to shake things up and, really kind of took my life for a turn. Graduating itself is so terrifying. And I'm going to have episodes later on in this podcast talking about kind of what I wish I would have known, regardless of a pandemic or not, before graduating. It's the weirdest topic. No one talks about it. It's such a taboo thing. Um, So having the pandemic, pandemic and graduating on top of that was just just insane. Um, so kind of threw everything that I thought I wanted to do out the window. When the pandemic hit, everyone went online and I went to Florida with my boyfriend for about three to four weeks just to kind of chill out and kind of process everything that was going on because it was hard to. I don't even think I thought about my future because I was terrified too. But had to come back to reality and we came back to Knoxville and I really had to start thinking, you know, what am I going to do? I have lived in Knoxville my entire life. I'm 22 years old. I think at the time, was I 22? Yeah, I was 22. What the hell am I going to do? You know, I've had all these great internship experience. You know, I thought all these people would be knocking at my door that, you know, I was on this path for success, but then everything just kind of got a spanner in the works, which was quite the time. But if there's one thing I knew for sure that I wanted, it was that I wanted to leave Knoxville. I wanted to get out of Tennessee and I wanted to go somewhere else 
and meet new people and have new experiences. And we are very fortunate because we ended up choosing Chicago purely based on the fact that my boyfriend's dad's dad, so Matthew's grandpa, had a three flat in Irving Park, Chicago, and we were able to move into the middle unit for next to nothing. This was incredible. It was awesome to leave and feel like I was doing something, even though I, mind you, I did not have a job at the time. I was still freelancing here and there, and I did not have a job. And it was a pandemic, and I was moving to a completely new city where I knew absolutely no one except my partner. Sounds quite insane, and thinking back and talking about it, it, uh, it kind of was. But it's this type of mindset that kind of got me to where I am now, you know. And I knew everything was going to work out. It always does. And I freelanced for about six months. It was great. I was still working with a lot of people back in Knoxville. But I also got started on Fiverr. It's like a platform slash website for freelancers. And you can just do a bunch of work for different people. I got a part-time gig at Lululemon in Bucktown here in Chicago, and that was great because I met so many friends. I finally had people to talk to other than the wall and my boyfriend, and it was great. And I was finally approached by Amazon in November of 2020 and decided to take an operations role with them. Not really knowing any of the details, I was just at that point, my mindset was I am sinking, it's pandemic, I don't know what I'm doing, and I should probably get a nine to five in health insurance. So that's exactly what I did. I started working for them in January in person, and my training was about two months long. And then after my training, I was assigned a weekend shift. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, every week, go in at five. 30 p.m. and leave at 8.30 a.m. And, you know, you might look at that and be like, oh, three days, three nights, you know, a week, not bad at all. But mind you, I was assigned to a location that was an hour and a half to two hours away, depending on traffic. So I would finish my shift. I would drive my Kia Soul back onto Chicago and sleep and do the same thing again. I lasted for about four months doing that, and finally it was just like, I cannot do this anymore. I am so miserable. I remember Valentine's Day of 2021 (laughs) being in the shower and just bawling, crying, and my partner was just like, what is wrong with you? And I was just like, I am miserable. I did not sign up for this. Yes, I did sign up for it, but I didn't. This is not the life that I thought I was supposed to have what did I do wrong? Like, what is my problem? All the above. I was just so miserable, also probably sleep deprived and who knows what else. So that was the day that I realized that I was extremely miserable. And I was really upset with myself that I wasn't even taking time to look at how miserable I was. And in this world, we are kind of conditioned to think that just because you start something that you really have to see it through. And that's a huge mindset that I just definitely don't agree with. I think it's the way our parents were raised and their parents were raised and everyone before them. But like, 
there's a new world out there. You have all the education at your fingertips. If you want to go out there and change your mind and be like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm miserable. Quit. Get a new job. And that's exactly what I did. I stopped making excuses. I quit. I was only there for four months, but I did not care. (laughs) And I pivoted to another operations role, but at a small business here in Chicago. And this was around April, April 2021. This gig at Alice in Wonders, the boutique in Chicago, was the greatest thing to happen to me at that moment. I had met the most incredible people. I'm still best friends with a ton of those people that I worked with there. And it was just such a great experience. I was the inventory control manager. And I also managed shipping right when I started as well. So that just consisted of managing all the inventory that would come in for the week, hanging it, steaming it, tagging it, managing the girls that would come in to assist with that. And then overseeing all shipping of packages and of our online store. So at first it was super good. I was kind of dipping my toes in everything, which if you've ever met me, I am just all over the place all the time. And I love it that way. So it was nice kind of having a bunch of different like aspects to my job. And this store is probably the one of the most profitable profitable boutiques in Chicago, which is awesome. And as time went on, we opened another store and our profits almost doubled. So everything became quite crazy, quite fast. So by the end of the summer of 2021, I was in a different location. We were, I was at like the home office, purely just managing inventory and shipping was out of the equation. At first, I was pretty excited about this because, you know, it got to be so much juggling that it was nice to kind of focus on one thing but once I started focusing on only one thing for a while I just realized that there was no growth for me um, and that I wasn't really doing what I thought I signed up for which is no one's fault except my own (laughs) and I just was really not feeling any type of passion towards my work. One thing I really just don't believe in and never have, but just kind of agreed with it for a long time is working nine to five. Um, There I worked nine to five thirty. That's just how it was. And just starting to realize that so much of my life was passing by and I wasn't doing really anything with it. I had all these interests and things that I thought that I wanted to do that by the time, I guess it was December, I was just really confused of where did this attitude that I had previously in the year where I was like, I don't have to keep doing something just because I feel like I have to. I don't have to stay at a job for six months or a year before I can leave, you know? Like, sure, it might look fine on a resume, but at the same time, what looks better is if you enjoy what you do. So I met Christina, and she had a role for me at a startup here in Chicago. It was a social media marketing role that I thought was really exciting and could really hone in on those old skills of mine. And it ended up falling through. It was kind of chaotic. (laughs) The vice president of marketing herself was let go because of budget cuts. So the entirety of that position was just in limbo. Um, But she 
her and I did kind of form a connection and a friendship. And she was like, hey, I have this friend who needs help with his social media. I would love for you to help him. And I was like, okay, like, sure, I can start, you know, picking up freelance again. And that's what I did. So I started working with him for about a half a month. um, And it was going great. And it was going super well. And I started to get super confident in it. And lo and behold, I had someone reach out to tell me that there is a position open um, at a showroom and they were needing help. And I reached out and was like, hey, these are my services. Would love to help you. That way um, I was connected through so-and-so. So I talked to that person and they became my second client. And then a week after that, I had someone reached out from my sorority saying, hey, long time no see, but, you know, I have this aunt in Chicago who owns a med spa. Um, She's looking for someone to do social. Can you do that? And I confirmed them as a client as well. So I had four clients. I was working full time and just realized that I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) So I put in my two weeks at Alice in Wonder and formed an LLC and began my, you know, new path as a freelancer. I started my business. My business is called the Clio brand. It's a creative studio specializing in social media management and digital marketing. We do website design. We do influencer marketing as well. And hopefully in the future, we will do podcast producing. That's a big reason why I really wanted to start this is I really wanted to learn how a podcast works in general and how to produce other people's as well. So yeah, that kind of leads me to where I am now. I currently have four incredible clients I do social media management with them and digital ads, as well as email marketing, and currently working on a website for one of my friends. So it's been quite a crazy journey getting to this place. I think there's so many things to be, you know, attributed to it. I think the biggest thing was the mental shift. The mental shift I had was just realizing that Unless I made a change, nothing was going to happen. I couldn't sit and hope that my dream job was just going to land on my lap. I couldn't sit and wait for, you know, my boss to tell me, hey, you're not working nine to five anymore. You can be remote, you know. It's just when you finally realize that you're in control of your entire life and, you know, what happens to you, you know, sometimes you can't control. But there's so many things that we do have control that we don't even realize. and. My career was one that I really wanted to take into my own hands because I was ready. I was ready to take the leap. I luckily was in a financial situation where I could take the leap. And that's not saying I had thousands and thousands of dollars saved because that's not true at all. I had enough money for rent for two months. And if, you know, I had to scavenge for ramen for two months, I would do it. Um, But I think if you're ever, you know, kind of getting into that mindset of you're like, hey, I want to switch career paths or just want to do something completely different, you know, there's a level of planning for sure, but there's more of a mental shift that needs to be done before anything else. And I think that kind of leads me into 
the biggest point of why I didn't do this in the first place and why I think possibly a lot of people don't do it ever, you know, and that comes to imposter syndrome. You know, I had constantly told myself my entire life that I couldn't do certain things because I wasn't capable. I couldn't do certain things because I would be judged. I couldn't do X, Y, and Z. And it's just all these excuses that I really made up for myself. I used to be so obsessed with YouTube. I still am, um, but was so obsessed with it and wanted to film videos so bad and started posting some videos like end of high school, but was just so embarrassed and so self-conscious about it. And it's funny, like looking back when you just finally realize that nobody cares about anybody except themselves. You realize that your world is limitless. You know, I was literally walking on the treadmill last week and was like, you know, I love to talk. I love to talk to people. I love to hear people's stories. I'm a very passionate person and I love people who are passionate as well. I was like, why don't I start a damn podcast? Like, you know, I was trying to think about what I wanted it to be about and who I would have on. And it was so simple. You know, I wanted to talk about, you know, why people don't pursue what they want to do, you know, People will go their entire lives wanting to write a book or wanting to do a marathon or to work in fashion. And, you know, they just kind of sit on the sidelines and watch. And I really wanted to show people that, you know, I'm not out here making millions and millions of dollars, but I'm out here living this life that I absolutely adore. I'm This is the happiest I've ever been. And anyone can do it. You know, you don't have to have a fancy degree. You don't have to have a ton of money. You don't have to work your way up in a company. All those things are great. Don't get me wrong, but they're not necessary to living the life that you want, you know, and the life that you manifest. So I'm really happy for the journey that I've been on. And I'm glad that I could share that with you all and just kind of show you that you really don't need this intense background or intense resume to get started. You just really kind of have to believe in yourself. And as as cheesy as that is, it's true. Once you have that mental shift and kind of get rid of that fear complex, you know, there's a book by Eckhart Tolle and he says, die before you die. And that is just one of those quotes that's like always stuck in my head nonstop. I'm so perplexed by it. And it's so true. Once you finally kill that mindset of fear, you know, and fear is rooted in a fear of death. You're limitless. Life is limitless and you can do anything you put your mind to. And I know I've heard so many people say this before and I'm like, you're an idiot. You know, like I'm in so many thousands of dollars of debt from school. Like, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, please put yourself in my shoes. But I'm telling you now, the world is limitless, you know, So live your life, live your truth, and you really can accomplish so many things. And I'm excited to show you um, how you can and having people on who might have been in similar situations as you and are out there living their truth, living their passion. Um, And that's what this life is about, you know, raising the vibration and having a good ass time because we're not here for a long time. So But yes, thank you for joining me today and listening to a little bit of my story. This is more of my, you know, 
work story and things like that. So, all right, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining and being a part of this conversation. Please be sure to subscribe and give us a follow on Instagram at Live Your Damn Life Podcast. And I will see you all next Monday. Bye. Thank you.